It is February 3rd, uh, Saturday edition, because I was out of town yesterday, and you're back on another edition of Kentucky Politics Weekly. Host Trey Watson, joined as always by Abby Piper, Jared Smith. Looking forward to a full day of Saturday sports. Yes. But before we do, let's talk uh, Let's talk news. Sure. Uh, Abby, General Assembly, I continue to hear a lot of grousing from lawmakers and lobbyists about the pacing of session. Well, I don't know if grousing is appropriate. It's um, kind of nice for it to be at a slower pace. We have more time to read the bills, more time to process um, potential changes and work with folks to make the bills the best they can be. So I actually think it's a, it's a nice pace to be at for once. Well, but um, I think everybody, the thing that I keep hearing is the last three weeks are going to be hill. Yeah. Well, they are. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they wor- are. worse than normal, though. Because they always are, though. Yeah, but do you at least, like pass some stuff and get some stuff to where it's going to be a conference committee like they're going to have to get these things through committee and then to the other chamber right. and then to a conference committee so there's right. about six uh, committee meetings left so it, we are kind of approaching that crossover point right where if you're coming out of the originating chamber you need to get on a committee uh, schedule pretty quickly um, but again there's still I mean we got what two weeks almost till the bill filing deadline yeah. and until that happens you know there's a lot left to be done i know the bill drafters are working really hard too and um <laughs> well Southwark didn't help requests. with her uh bill that <laughs> investigates every single KRS statute to see if it violates federal privacy law i really feel sorry <laughs> for the drafter who had to take that task on but uh <laughs> you know i feel like though like not being able to pre like if you can pre-file a bill you write it you pre-file it it's gone but yes. not being able to pre-file it, it's like it's sitting there on your desk, and you can keep tinkering. And when the legislator wants to tinker with it, guess who has to do the tinkering? The bill drafter. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like the bill drafter is probably, and I don't know this, but I would bet that they're dealing with far more requests for edits, and stuff because the the legislators were holding drafts that they couldn't they couldn't get rid of, and so they they just tinkered with and. Well, this is my plug for a full-time legislature, um, and I know a lot of lobbyists don't like that idea. Uh, I don't husband. like. I, well, I don't like the idea of having to work uh, all year round. But honestly, it would kind of alleviate that problem because the reason they pulled the pre-file bills is that everybody and their brother. Pile, I mean, Atticus got filed so many bills in the in the interim, and the media would pick it up, and people get all yep. riled up, and that's not useful either. So, um, but but I think the pace is is it is slower than normal. Um, but I, but I, I like the deliberacy with which we are moving, and I, I feel good about it. All right, well, let's talk about what we do have. Uh, budget, uh, yep. at least parts of the budget, passed out of the, out of the House mm-hmm. this week. Um, kind of done in two parts. One, spending a lot of that leftover COVID money uh, in a single, single-time expense bill. Was that House Bill 1 was that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, then, House Bill 1 is Budget Reserve Trust Fund monies. That's, that's yeah, it. but that, yeah. that's the single-use single use expense. Those are single-use expenses. Yeah, there is another one, though, that has the COVID money okay. that's in it. It's, it's yeah. actually that one, that one hadn't come yet, right? Budget. That one hadn't come yet. That's opening up the current budget to utilize COVID dollars. Yeah, because that's the one that they said when people were complaining about water money, they mm-hmm. said there's another one coming that's going to – yeah. So that's that one. So House Bill 1 is reserve fund spending. House Bill 6 was the actual budget. The executive which I know some budget, Democrats yes. are mad. They felt like that was too slim, but the kind of response from Petrie was, "Well, these there's these two other 
these two other items that have some of the projects you're complaining about in them. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the biggest items that the Democrats and the governor wanted, obviously, that aren't in there are direct teacher raises uh, and uh, early childhood. Uh, and and, and uh, not, they felt like there wasn't enough money for child care and there's no universal pre-K. So. Yeah, and but you have to remember, too, um, yes, we have a, a really strong budget right now because we have strong revenues, but once you start programming that pays for childcare yep. or universal preschool, you have to keep it's doing done. it. Yeah, it's done. And that is a growing expense and we don't know where we're going to be in, in five years. So I do understand the reticence there. I, I also understand that the Senate is going to take their pass at it too. And, you know, th- this is part of the process. Yeah. And I think people, people forget that, you know, yes, it, it is a Republican dominated legislature. The House and Senate have very different memberships. They have mm-hmm. very different operating procedures, very different leadership. Yeah. And so, you know, there there are frequently uh, friendly disputes among the two chambers on priorities, methodologies. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, you, it's not like the Senate's going to rubber stamp this thing. There's going to be a conference committee. There always is. There always and, is. And it's important to remember a lot of the local um, sort of localized projects, those are not in this budget yet. And I expect that they will be. So little things like helping, we've seen a, a thousand times, you know, veteran center help or, or something like that. Those items have not been included yet. I think that's a process for the negotiation um, table as well. I think you also have a lot more Senate members who have been through both because it's a little bit more stable membership, and also because of the four because of the four year term, mm-hmm. you have a lot more members that have been through many more budget sessions over there. That's so right. I think you know they're going to want to put a different imprint on it because mm-hmm. they've they've had different experiences with the budgeting process. And you have a lot of House members who this is either their their very first or their second budget that they've had That's to deal right. with. And the House is just because of the budgets or because of the election cycles, it is more sensitive uh, to local dynamics. And so um, that does make it difficult when you have 80 mouths to feed. So it's a, t- it's a, it's a task for sure. Yep. Um, other legislation that's going through, uh, the, the, both chambers passed a resolution urging the governor to send troops to uh, border troops to Texas. Uh, we Resolute already did that. I mean, that's, that's already happened. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a resolution. It's got no actual power. It's yeah. it's a you know it's a political move. It is what it is. Um, student ID bill uh, going through where it would take student ID take student ID off the list is primary photo IDs secondary it's, only. Yeah, it would be secondary only for uh, for purposes of voting. It would take credit cards completely off the list of secondary IDs that would be. Which doesn't make because like you can use your you can use your electric bill. I'm pretty sure. Like so, yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing is bizarre because I, I don't know if you have. Well, I can't say I don't know if anyone's because no one's ever seen this happen. Watching Adrian Southworth push a bill through committee is one of the strangest things I've ever seen. I've never seen her smile this much. Um, Damon supported the bill. I feel like we're in a third dimension. It's very strange, <laughs> um, and. On the other hand, you know, Mike Adams is, is not in favor of it. He's of the opinion that anything that restricts a person's ability to go vote is probably not the right move. Um, I'm interested to see what the House does with this. I mean, is this a move to stop students who are coming in from out of state from registering and being able to vote at, like, to at least restrict the ability of students coming from out of state to, to register to vote at, at you know, UK. I, I'm trying to figure I, out why what would the, you want to do I that? Think I'm, I'm, I'm a little more cynical. Is. I'm a little more cynical because Texas did this a while back. Uh, and, you know, they they said that you couldn't use University of Texas at Austin student IDs, but you could use your uh, conceal and carry ID to count. And so I just think it's mm. another um, a barrier okay. for young people to vote. 
Well, um, I, I do see... So I was listening to Kentucky Tonight's most recent edition, Jennifer Decker talking about her DEI bill um, at post-secondary. And I, I do... That, that does add up, Jared, that that would potentially be a reason uh, because most of the younger people on campus... You know, when you have voter drives on campus, they're oftentimes driven by uh, Democrats, campus Dems. So I, I could see that. But I'm glad that... that what needs to be known, and I don't want people to run out and say, you know, they've taken away student IDs. It can be used as a secondary yeah. form ID. You have to sign an affidavit. So you can still vote. So I just want to make sure everybody understands that. Yeah, it's still, you can still vote. It just it becomes a process. Yeah. Um, there is a bill uh, running, Abby trying to crack down on teachers who are, uh, who, there's sec- sexual assault. With teachers and kind of mm-hmm. kind of comes into play this week because you had a teacher at a Catholic school in Louisville, and I, I don't know if it'd even be fair to call him a teacher. He's like a part-time religion teacher who was also a janitor for the parish. Well, but he a was teacher's like, a teacher, yeah. But he was making like like fake porn of from using the yearbook. I guess was he just like cutting? I don't, even, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, we, yeah it does, it, the, the, using the using don't matter, using right? Photoshop <laughs> and the the school yearbook to make to make fake porn. Uh, child, child porn, porn and, um, and, and send it to of course as always happens send it to an undercover FBI agent right <laughs> right well what's so interesting about this bill and, and I do want to point out there, this you, happens in um, private schools as often as it happens oh yes. in public schools this is not yeah. um, this is often seen as a public school thing but it is just a school thing uh, and it's very sad but uh, what's interesting about the bill is this is the House Education Chairman's bill he's very invested in it um, and I do think you'll see some changes in the Senate to it just to clarify some things and help uh, ensure due process for people. But there are times when an investigation is done and people are guilty and they, they just resign and leave. It's, this is attempting to eliminate. Has that. there been an increase in these incidents or is it just an increase in, in reporting on them? I, I think, doubt that. I think the chairman knows of a very specific incident that happened that could have been prevented. Yeah. And that's what the genesis behind well, just, I, I, is that one, is that just, one incident. It seems like that you read about it more frequently. So I don't know if it's because it's happening more. I think the media picks up on it more. Yeah. I think that with social media, um, it probably is more catchable. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the dark corners of the web used to be where people like that went. And now it's kind of well, everywhere. I also, I also right? think if like maybe, you know, because of teacher shortages, you're dealing with with younger and younger students. You're also dealing with... uh, With older students that are... Well, you're also dealing with people of lesser moral character because you're pretty much taking anybody that'll come in the door. I don't want to say that. I don't think that's fair to say that teachers today have lesser moral character. But I will say... It's just a statistical analysis. What I will say is that because of the shortages, we are less apt uh, to turn people away. And that could be, if you are of that persuasion, could be an enticing position. Potato, potato. We both got to the same conclusion. Well, but it's not fair to say that the teachers today have less moral character than they did ten years ago. That's I not think a fair everybody statement. today has less moral character than. <laughs> years ago. It's a statement on society, not yeah. teachers. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Uh, if we're going to talk about court cases, let's talk about the uh, the prosecutor. Uh, or buddy Goldie. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. You can't trade nudes for getting out of uh, breaking laws. I, I guess not. Um, of course, this is Ronnie Goldie, uh, who was rightfully, right name, by the way, who was rightfully impeached by the legislature. Did they actually impeach him, or did he end up resigning? I thought, I thought they didn't take the vote. They one of them they impeached two. One of them they actually impeached. Okay, yeah, I think I don't Gold- know which one it was. Which I think no, I think Goldie was the one that they actually impeached. Okay, because I think the other one pled, and that's that's why this guy took it. All yeah, the this guy. Yeah, he this took guy. it all the way to a trial. 
Um, yeah, so... By the way, the feds win, what, 90% of all federal trials? Yeah, once yeah. once you go to federal court, you're pretty yeah. much done. Um, if, if, you, if you don't remember... This happened uh, last year. Uh, uh, Ronnie Goldie, who was a, a prosecutor, was just from the Herald Leader by uh, Arkema Bill East Step, abused his office by doing favors for women facing criminal charges in return, and in return soliciting sexually explicit videos from her. Uh, got uh, got wire fraud, which is twenty years. Uh, wire fraud. Yeah. Well, it's because she sent the pictures over. over Stop. Well, oh, hold on, no, hold on, no, hold on. <laughs> You receive a picture on your phone? Yeah. That's not... How's that wire fraud? The internet goes through wires. Yes, I know, but there's no fraud. You're just receiving an image. Now, if he said back to her, I'll drop the charges, I guess the, that the, would the, be the wire The charges fraud. were six six wire fraud charges, six related to the furthering of the fraud, and two bribery charges. I just... I mean, wire fraud, it used to just be, uh, you know... Like bank stuff. Taxes. <laughs> like yeah. You cheated on your taxes. It used to... I just receiving a picture is not wire fraud. I'm sorry. I, 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 well, then there must be something. Well, we don't know. Yeah. but I could see if you send back. Okay, I'll drop it down to X. Okay, that- so in one case in May 2018, for instance, after Heldon asked Goldie for gas money, he sent her twenty five dollars <laughs> online. He sent her a message that oh, said, "Online now, now your turn, LOL, and don't leave me hanging." Helton then sent Goldie eight photos in which she was nude and in sexually suggestive poses. So is the wire fraud the 25 bucks yeah. online? Okay. Well, that was here so. Another occasion, Goldie told Helton that he had gotten some warrants set aside for her. <laughs> and he later asked her in a message, you owe me a very good video or two. <laughs> oh, honey, if you need phones. gas money, there's other places to get Burner phones, people. Burner phones. <laughs> Haven't you seen the wire? I mean... <laughs> Have we not learned anything from Ernie Fletcher? Don't text shit. Pick up the phone and call. I mean, good lord, people. My man's gonna gonna do a year at Club Fed for sending twenty five bucks online. Send twenty five bucks to get some news. No, not a year. You got twenty. Like maximum, maximum penalties for for that for that twenty years. Oh uh, yeah. So I mean, be, be better criminals, people. Be better. <laughs> Yes, uh, Jerry. We had a uh, case in Kentucky where uh, we had had an arrest. Someone, uh, charged with with uh, conducting over three hundred unlicensed cremations. Ooh, that's that's uh that's that's doing some work. I mean, where is this? You just like set up. It was, a, it was on the river, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering if <laughs> if they uh, just dumped the bodies in the river and they just gave like random ashes back. <laughs> no, no, no. He was he was doing the cremations, like. <laughs> I mean, but if, if you're unlicensed, like, that means you, you probably don't have a full Again, crematory set up. Like, Can I not just open up a crematory? Is, is, he, is he doing it like on a, um, has he got like a big green egg? And he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> what would make you go to a, um, I, I, this is so An unlicensed crematory. So much. I guess it's cheaper, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, he was saying that it, he was he was licensed. It's, Does this guy know he can't, like, you just can't handle it, human it remains, It is the, Clover, right? the Cloverport Funeral Home. So it Where was, is that? It was a funeral home. Northern Kentucky? Uh, no, it's uh, uh, Livingston County? Uh, Breckenridge County. Breckenridge County. Yeah, yeah in Cloverport. Um, yeah, they, they, you know, they, they... That's some weird shit, They y'all. didn't have a license to do the cremations. They, they, were, they were a licensed funeral home, but not licensed to do the cremations. <sighs> Why didn't you just get the extra license like everybody else has? Maybe they didn't know they had to have one for that. Like, maybe they were like, well, we're a funeral home, so we can do whatever. 
I mean, they're dead. They ain't going to get deader, yeah. wasn't that? <laughs> I mean, that's even more confusing now <laughs> that they have a license to be a funeral home. This is wonderful. <laughs> I mean, you know, again, you got a big green egg and enough money to buy some urns, you know, get, get, some, get, some, get some tens of Folgers. And <laughs> wow. Set up a money-making business here, you know? Well, our next topic is going to be loud, so if you uh, need volume control, I would turn it down now. Yes, my buddy John David Dyke is back in the media. Trey, are you making friends on the internet again? I, I, I just, I don't understand. I, as, I, as I expressed before on this podcast... It's okay if you don't want to be a Republican anymore. A lot of people don't want to be Republicans anymore. A lot of people don't want to be Democrats anymore. A lot of people change parties from time to time for a variety of reasons. That does not mean you need to make a giant, now multi-year show of your of your departure. As I said before, this is not an airport. You do not need to announce your departure. It's not now leaving the Republican Party, John David Dyke. Last call for John David Dyke, leaving the Republican Party. No, like you don't. So, and this is like almost morbid, the, the way that he wrote this piece for the Herald Leader. The title of it is, I was asked to write Mitch McConnell's obit. I'd rather tell tell him now how he's failed his party. Like, so you were asked to, and, and this happens in the press, like, you know, people, they have kind of shells, mostly written, pre-written obits for, for people before they, you know, to have in the can if they, if they were to die at some point in the, so that you can, you can turn the obituary around fast. Like, okay, that makes sense. But, like, to... It's kind of morbid to be like, well, I was asked to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and, like, write what I would write in that now. And, and so, he, so because I want him to read it. Like, dude, well, first of all, what's wrong with you on that front? Like, <laughs> like what the hell, dude? But, but again, like... And he mentions throughout this piece that he wrote biography on McConnell. You've made pretty good money off of Mitch McConnell, your relationships with Mitch McConnell, writing a book about Mitch McConnell, working with Mitch McConnell on said book. And now, like, you're just going to light the fire and win. Dude, okay, send back all the money you made off the book. Yeah. That, that, I, I will take back everything I've said about John David Dyke if he returns every dime that he profited off that book. Will you really? Uh, maybe not all of it. <laughs> Some of it. It's just petty is what it is. It's petty. It's, it's super it's, petty. It's a, little, it's a little look at me, Louie. Well, it, it's it, all, the, all these never Trump... Um, ex-Republican nut jobs, they're all like this. The Stuart Stevens, the all, all, all your Lincoln Project people. It's like, look at me. I'm so good because I hate Trump so much. You should be my friend because I hate Trump so much. <laughs> I, I wish you could see the video. I wish you could see Trey acting like this. That was an amazing <laughs> animated movement that he just did. I, I, like... No one fucking cares. <laughs> no one. In fact, you know what? Republicans hate you because you left the party, and Democrats hate you because you were a Republican before. You, you now, congratulations, you have no friends. Your only friends are the other Never Trumpers. The Lincoln Project. Yeah, your only friends are the other Never Trumpers. Like, congratulations, the Lincoln Project. Those guys will never work in politics again, except for Lincoln Project related things. Yeah. No Republican will hire them. No Democrat will hire them. Like, I don't understand what these people are doing. I, I and. Again, as I've said a hundred times, if you want to do something helpful, you don't leave the party. You stay in it. You fight to reform it, and you fight to you fight to because eventually Donald Trump's gonna die or go you know go to prison. He'll be gone. I mean, with the drugs that are running out of the White House pharmacy. Oh, we can talk about that in a minute. He's gotta be a, but, but like that knows fast food, man. But like you know, here's the thing: he he is running a, a cult of personality, and when the way that a cult of personality functions is. 
there is no there is no coattails. There is no transference of power. When, right. when the cult leader's gone, the cult's done. So when he is gone, the Republican Party, all these people that have come into the party because they're Trumpists, they're not going to stay in the party. They're either going to go back into not participating in politics. They're going to become independents. A lot of them will go back to being Democrats, which they were before. Hmm. So you know those people leave the party. But then you have like the moderates who want to make a big show about leaving the party because they hate Trump. They're they're gone. So who the hell's left in the party? We need we need the people who don't like Trump, who understand that it's they're eventually the cult is going to end. And we're going to have to figure out what's left in the party. We need people to stay to rebuild the party when it's over. And so when these jackasses make a big show about walking out, like it, it, that is the least helpful thing you can do if you actually care about the country. Because the country, whether you like it or not, it is a by, by statute, by law, by tradition, it's a two-party country. And the Republican the Whigs and the... No, sorry. Yeah, the, the Republican Party is one of them. And so, you know, when you... If you really care about the country, you're going to have to figure out a way to salvage this thing after Trump's gone, and leaving the party doesn't help. Quick reminder, I'm an independent, and Trey hates independence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate independence. I hate independents who left for the wrong reason. <laughs> like me. <laughs> uh, you left because of Kavanaugh, right? I did, okay. actually. Well, you, but you, it only piled on. You, you, don't, you don't like drinking beer? I think it was the other stuff he was doing. It was probably <laughs> the other stuff. Yeah, um, all right, let's move on to national stuff. Uh, Congress, at least the House, actually passed something remarkable. I do not believe that. The child tax credit passed oh, by the House. Oh, extremely popular child tax credit. Yes. Many studies have showed lift people out of poverty. Which, which now Chuck Grassley, unfortunately, <laughs> said the, the soft part loud and said, well, this is going to help Joe Biden. Why don't we pass this? <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens with it in the. In, I would have to assume it's going to pass the Senate. Yeah, um, it's a good I think thing for get, families. I hope they now do. you know it, it did have some trouble getting through, and I want to talk about this for a second because you had moderates from moderate Republicans from uh, the Northeast, specifically New York, who wanted to put a rollback of the SALT deduction, uh, the state and local tax no, deduction. You're going to go off on a SALT rant again. I am. I'm going to go on a no. SALT rant. For people that don't know, you need to be aware because here in Kentucky, where we have responsible tax policy, our taxes <laughs> go to subsidize the stupid-ass theft policies that they have on, in the coastal states. For all these states, they go, Kentucky's a taker state. You take our money and spend it. With your no. No, we fucking don't. You do. You take our money because what happens is they raise their state taxes. I still think we're a taking well, state. But, 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 but they, they don't. They don't. But, but it's 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 a far more even balance than those people want to admit. Because uh, now it's less even. Now. Explain it to, for some people. Yeah, so so when, so now it's it's less of a problem than it used to be because now it's a limit of ten thousand dollars. But bef- when you pay your state taxes, you can then deduct the amount of state taxes you pay to to your state off of your federal taxes right. and get that money back. Well, so what a lot of these states, especially like the, the California and the Northeastern states, what they did was said, great, we can just jack the shit out of the taxes on our people because they'll get the money back anyways and we'll get, and we'll get to spend all that money, not the federal government. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, ex- except if you're not one of the states doing it. <laughs> so our tax dollars would go to D.C. And since we have a relatively low state income tax and getting lower, uh, you know, you don't you don't have a big tax deduction to take off your your state and local local tax, so that that money just stays in D.C. Well, these other states, they were getting basically a one for one deduction. They, they were they could raise the taxes up as far as they wanted. They're just stealing money from the feds, 
And so sounds like good fiscal policy if I'm a if I'm a salt state. If I'm a salt state, it's great fiscal policy. If you're everyone else, it's theft. But you also have to remember that Kentucky's cost of living is low, our tax base is low, our uh, average median income is yeah, low. Yeah. So why don't they just so keep their taxes lower up there? Just saying. Like, just saying. They sh- they should just we not tax as much. We probably don't have nearly as much to contribute as California anyway. No, but I'm just saying, like, California is the world's seventh largest economy on its own. Yeah. So why don't they just why don't those states just not tax as much rather than running this scam where they raise the taxes on their own people and say, well, the, you'll, the feds will get you back on the back end. Don't worry about it. Like you either you're for states' rights or you're not, right? It's like oh, back you in a corner there. Well, yeah, I'm for states' rights, and other Kentucky's st- right. other okay. states are taking my rights. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's theft. It is theft. It's, it's, taxation it's theft. is theft. Now it's, we're taxation theft. is theft. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm Mr. Tea Party flag. I mean, it, it's, it's basically like I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Like, you know. Hey, it's sound fiscal policy. Um, anyway, child tax credit passed. Congratulations it's, to the House and the Senate. Again, that again, again numerous studies have showed this is the single best thing to do to lift families out of poverty. So thank you, House Republicans. I mean, I won't get any money from it, but whatever. You don't, Jesus Christ. I don't get credit for having kids? Jesus. <laughs> um, the, 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 Abby just got looking disgusting. Uh, the House has declared a border bill that they've not actually seen and has not been written yet. Uh, they've declared a dead in arrival. Correct. They have not seen it. It does not exist, but they don't like it. Yes. Uh, what a way to govern. I, I just... <laughs> I, I don't. What do you I, do with them, Trey? I don't understand. I well, I, I understand. They're they're, you know, it's they're, they're I, grasping I, to fleeting fleeting power. I, that they're gonna get. They're gonna you know. It's, they're gonna lose the house. It's 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 the it's 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 the the big Lebowski line. You know, don't don't worry, Donnie. Donnie, these men are nihilists. You know, <laughs> you know, nothing to fear. You know, like well, what are the what if if they're not for this? Like what are, what do they believe in? Like everything they've said is bunk. Then like yep. they're just obstructionists. Yes. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, they are trying to impeach Mayorkas, which here's the thing. If, if, now, if I'm, a, if I'm a if I'm a Trump state Democrat, I don't know that I don't side with him on this one. He's done a shitty job. He should have been replaced a while ago. And and even if you think he he did a even, even, but if even they impeach him, it's not going to solve the problem. With the but board. but even if you think he so did, it's theater. But it's it's like it's like uh, coaching an NBA team. Even if you think that Mayorkas did a good job, like clearly the problem is bad. And you, you, you know, you sometimes in the, in the NBA, it's like the team's not playing well, the coach is good, but we, we we're gonna fire the coach to shake it up and to, and to try to change try to change the locker room, get the public feeling like we're doing something. Like they should have gotten rid of Mayorkas a while ago to at the very least signal the public like, hey, we're doing something here. If I'm a, if, but if I'm a Trump state Democrat, what's 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 the what's the harm in saying, hey, our border is fucked up. This guy's contributing to it. Sure, I'll vote for it. Like I, I don't know that it's not the worst political move for a Trump state Democrat who's who might be in a tough election with Trump on the ballot. I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of opinions about a wide variety of things in politics, and this is not one of them. <laughs> I do not care. Now I will say, I don't this. care if they do it. I don't care if they. I, do, it. I do have a problem. I do have a problem with impeaching for incompetence. Impeachment should be reserved for for crimes. For crimes. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Impeaching over incompetence. That's what the ballot's for. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it, it should it should be what you know the president should impeach people or, or should fire people who are incompetent. He's not here for whatever reason, but yeah, I, I do have a problem with impeach. And I, I think we talked about it before. I don't and I, and I don't have a, any suggestion whatsoever as to what I would what how I would reform it. But I do think there needs to be a conversation about reforming impeachment 
both the process and what it's for. Because I think at all levels of government, state and federal, it has been misused, I agree with misappropriated by, 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 by both parties in, yeah. in, in multiple instances. I, I I don't like... It should be a very rare occasion. Yes. And it was intended to be when it was created. Yes. Um, so. uh, you're not going to like this, but a certain party you know, started this with Bill Clinton. I mean, you can't get blowjobs in the White House, Jerry. The book is being president. <laughs> It's Kennedy had a secret door for Maryland. Like, I mean, come on. That's what the Lincoln bedroom's for, not the Oval Office. Jeez. <laughs> um, speaking of which, <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Our buddy RFK, he's just, you know. Hey, he's an actual Kennedy. I mean, his policies and thoughts are nothing like the Kennedys, but um, he's got that dog in him. You know, he's he's not he's, he's not as uh, prolific of a content creator as Santos. No. But, when he, but, when he, but when he produces some, it's usually good. So RFK uh, had uh, his his uh, his official campaign TikTok feed been liking posts from OnlyFans uh, creators, <laughs> and uh, he blamed it on. And and this 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 just makes no sense either. It's the most Kennedy thing he's done ever. So Jared, you you and I have set up a lot of social media accounts for you start them for from candidates. Scratch. Yeah, you start them from scratch. Well, In this case, his so explanation bad. is that they took the account from. A young, a young staffer. Don't throw your staff who, under the bus, sir. And and we're they, very pro staff rights here. They had taken his account and turned it into the the kid. Like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you, you just start, start new, your own? I, I, Look, it, it's it's a version of I got hacked. That's all it is. Yes, but hey, Kennedys are going to Kennedy. Uh, I mean, hey, it, at least he kept the car on the bridge, you know. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's the comment. This comment now appears on my account because the account was previously owned by one of the campaign's young social media managers. <laughs> Again, such an unforced error. I thought this was America. Can you not comment on OnlyFans posts? I mean, speak, speaking of things teachers are doing for money, you know, like, <laughs> we're, we're supplementing the lack of lack of education funding here. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get into a decriminalized sex work conversation real soon. And then Lindsay Tisher appears at your door. <laughs> With Jennifer Decker in tow. <laughs> um, speaking of all this, uh, apparently uh, it is America, Jared, and you are allowed to film pornos in the Senate chambers. <laughs> no charges for the uh, for the card and staff. I, mean, I guess technically didn't break a. An existing well, law. And that's a great segue, by and, the way. And that's, that's what, where you best. And that's what they said. They, they said, like, we can't find... They like, shouldn't have the job. Like, we, like, they're basically like, we know it's wrong, but we can't really identify what crime to charge him with. <laughs> Which, I mean... So, it would be legal for me... It, it, as long as there's no... Easy on these hypotheticals, straight. As long I as know where you're going. As long as there's no one else there... It's legal. I mean, like, consenting adults. And like, it, but like, it, it'd be legal in any public place to record people, record yourselves having if sex. Nobody no, else it's is, not. If it's, nobody else is all, there, it's indecent exposure in a public yeah, place. Yeah, but if nobody else is and there, and it's defacing public property. Who cares if there's anybody there? It's public property, and it's unsanitary. Very unsanitary. I think it's defacing of public property. Whether there's any marks left, there were germs left, and <laughs> and it's indecent exposure. Just lump them in. That's fair. Lump them in. Lump them in with the January six people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There were germs. Abby wants to charge. (laughs) I stand by that. (laughs) Um. (laughs) uh, What we got next? Speaking of 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 fun things that happen in Congress, um, the uh, is it is it Rick McCormick, Congressman? 
who uh, was doing apparently doing pull-ups. Oh. Where? In, Where in, was he doing pull-ups? He's doing pull-ups uh, like two thousand feet off the air in the rotunda at the U.S. Capitol while giving a tour. That's just weird. <laughs> Do good, like go rich. Sorry, Rich McCormick. Go for, like free climb. El Capitan in Yosemite or something. Like, what are you doing in the rotunda? He's from, he's from Georgia. He was reported to the uh, by the Capitol Visitor Center. He was reported to the House Sergeant in Arms, accusing him of unsafe actions while Did on the a House tour Sergeant of the Capitol. Goes, Get down from here! Doing doing pull ups on railings suspended hundreds of feet above the ground. The Georgia Republican went beyond a posted sign reading "No person permitted above this platform under any circumstances," according to the email, and then went over a safety railing at the Tholos level of the Capitol Dome, more than 200 feet in the air. Staff photographed him straddling the rail and pretending to fall fall or slide over, the email said, and recorded him bypassing the safety signage. He also reached up to grab a crossbar and do multiple pull-ups while his staff filmed. I love the comments on this. So, my favorite being, oh well, at least he didn't know, did not pull a fire alarm. <laughs> or record himself uh, having sex in a yeah. hearing room. Uh, but this is also from political story. McCormick has a reputation around Capitol for being adventurous, including skateboarding through the Cannon Tunnel and playing football against Capitol Police. That's like, those are pretty cool. Yeah. He sounds like a fun guy. Sounds like Joe Biden when he was young. <laughs> hang, hanging out popcorn. It's like doing, doing, doing stupid shit you're not supposed to do. Remember when Joe Biden was so unpredictable that even Obama was like, please don't say anything. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He used to be a hilarious goofball. Well, I mean, that's the... the, the the, one of the best things the Onion has ever put out is the the, the full full length autobiography of Joe Biden, where it starts off with him th- th- thanking thanking you for buying the autobiography. You, you did me a real solid because because I'm bad I'm in, I'm in a bad way with some bad hombres and I owe him some money. Oh, man. I'll never forget when the uh, Obama had his first like State of the Union address. And, you know they come in and everyone's very somber. And you look they if you look at Joe Biden, he's doing finger guns yeah. with somebody in the crowd. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, if you recall, Joe Biden changed, literally changed the entire Obama administration position on gay marriage just off the cuff in an interview on TV. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, you, I bet Obama loved it when somebody be like, sir, the vice president did, and he just drops his head like, oh, God, what now? <laughs> um, Taylor Swift, apparently she's a, it's a whole psyop operation here. The deep state. The deep state is is programming Taylor Swift, and she is a. Uh, it's this is all arranged, prearranged. The football's fixed, Super Bowl's fixed, so that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift sure. can. The next thing you know, she won't be a real person. Is a figment of our imagination. She's going. She's going to endorse uh, Biden. Like, I think what's going to happen is Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl because the refs are going to cheat for the Chiefs to win. Chiefs have been in four of the last then, five Super Bowls. Then Travis Kelsey's going to get down on one knee, propose to her. She's going to take the ring, and then yell, "Vote Biden now, Swifties!" And here we go. Here we go. Uh, she's going to drink beer and you know, uh, look, also, like the rest of us. Candace Owens, noted truth teller, <laughs> also claimed that the CIA invented Hollywood. Hollywood was founded in 1910. Came part of LA in 1911. The first studios opened, I think, 1913. CIA was uh, created in 1947. So uh, let's ease on the CIA psyops, people. Uh, it's funny though, the Pentagon had to issue an actual statement saying, "No, Taylor Swift is not a psyop." Yes. I mean, if I were the Pentagon, every time there's something like that, I would issue a snarky statement. <laughs> so whoever's in charge of like the Oklahoma uh, Fish and Wildlife Twitter should be in charge. Oh, of the oh there's great. It's yeah. so good. They're great. Um, and the National Park Twitter is good too. Mm-hmm. So Taylor Swift did endorse Biden in 2020. She didn't make any appearances or anything, but just said that that's who she was going to yeah. vote for. Uh, so none of this is new. 
Yeah. Absolutely none of this is new. Taylor Swift is just more popular than I mean, she was four years you're ago. You're shocked she's a Democrat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> remember, Republicans tend to have more stable marriages. Like, you know, yeah, she's a Democrat. That's why she's sleeping around. <laughs> she can't keep a man. <laughs> I'm not a Taylor person, Swifty, whatever they're called, so I have no comment. I uh, I respect her talent and her songwriting talent, and she has catchy tunes. I'm sure that we'll hear from Adam Haley on many Taylor Swift related comments. That Speaking of Adam Haley, can we get to the, the the approved F1 news that we can talk about in the post? Let's get through the rest Hold of on. the news, uh, and, and then and then we'll get to F1. But right. that, well, that's in sports, you know. All right, all right. We're, we're almost jumping sort of, segments on. We're almost we're almost sort of like an actual news program. We're only 35 minutes in. We don't talk about sports yet. Yeah, Come on. we're not. Yeah, Dave Baker hadn't rolled out yet. We're just all weather. Hey, the sun's out for once. Um, good, good news for American national security. Uh, we there has been a massive lithium deposit discovered in California. Woo-hoo. For those of you who don't know, lithium is a uh, must-have major ingredient in the great production. Great song by Nirvana. Uh, yes, Thank but you. it's also important. and a great uh, Sirius XM Jared, channel. Stop! Oh my God! I'm, puns on lithium? No. And also a a, a, a drug for uh, for manganese. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's also a vital in, ingredient in producing electric batteries. Yes, right. uh, it is a it has given China tremendous power uh, globally because there's previously I think there's a, a decent sized lithium deposit in Africa, a smallish one in Australia, mm-hmm. and then the the bulk, the bulk of it has been coming from China. However, a China sized deposit has been found in California. Uh, this is huge. For Speaking was, of being one of the world's largest the, economies. Yeah. yeah, it was in the Salton Sea, right? Yeah. So, do they get rid of all the meth heads out there to find it? Or do they meth Well, here's the real it? problem. Maybe meth found it, yeah. There you uh, go. Truly. And the real problem is we don't have child labor in this country, so how are we going to get it out? Meth heads. Meth heads. There you go. Oh, <laughs> Okay. All right. Like a real-time Breaking Bad situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, or I mean, you know, the the child, the children who yearn for the mines in Africa, you know, they mining mine all the-, the cobalt for the Priuses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. It's actually a. It's, yes. I found that under boring, but very, very important. Yes, yes. I mean, it, it, it legitimately is a is as much a national security item as it is an economic item. God, wouldn't you love to own just like a piece of that land? Can you imagine you own that land? I assume the state owns it. Yeah, I think oh. so. We should find that out. Yeah, we might sure. need to make buddies with somebody in California. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at some meth trailer that has the property rights. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the Salton Sea is like in the desert part of California, about an hour from L.A., and it is where the meth heads hang out. So, How do you know that, Jared? Uh, Take many gr- trips there? Those are great. <laughs> those are back, great. back in your thinner days. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great movie. I can't remember the name of it, but Vincent Dinoforio. Plays a meth dealer. Can that also be Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah, that guy. Uh, D'Onofrio <laughs> plays a meth dealer where so, he eats. How did you say that? D'Onofrio? I don't. <laughs> I also can't say the word benevolent. So. Uh, that's a tough word. I can say. <laughs> uh, one of those dictators, the best form of government. But <laughs> anyway, this movie that explains the situation. And there's also a song by Dashboard Professional called Salt and Sea. There you go. Um, the, Spitting facts. There's been a couple articles written about the. Uh, you know, any time that there's, especially a disaster the size of Ron DeSantis' presidential campaign, there's going to be postmortems written. Uh, <laughs> one of those has come out. Uh, Jared, it, it, just, this is just coming from the FEC reports. The Ooh. the first quarter of the year, they spent more money on uh, what, charters and, and air travel than they did on TV ads. They spent more money on chartered planes than they did TV ads. Now, Trey, you and I have run a couple campaigns. Um, is that a winning strategy? 
Are you flying banners behind the planes? I don't think so. I think he was flying his wife. Yeah, that's that's not it's uh, not what you call efficient use of donor money. No, 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 no. And how are you going to uh, engage voters and get your policies out there to everybody if you're spending all your money flying in private planes? Yeah. I, <laughs> well, when you look at it that way, though, it's actually pretty impressive what he was able to accomplish. <laughs> he overperformed based I on mean, that. Actually, kind of. Yeah, yeah. he did overperform. Well, but I mean, here's here's the problem. This is a, uh, this also speaks to the larger problems we have with the current campaign finance system, which is they basically abandoned the advertising operation to the to the super PAC, mm-hmm. and we're like, you know, we're just going to spend the money on the campaign side on on purely operational. Let the super PAC do all the ads. Well, shit, the super PAC was. It was I, just up, I just wouldn't give up all that control. I and, mean, I don't mind them doing ads. Well, two, well, two things. Gotta, well, two things. One, you get you. you they're paying a worse rate yep. because they got to pay the full full full, full, uh, full uh, yeah full boat rather full freight, rather, full yeah rather than getting the candidate rate. Uh, two, you you have zero control over what the messaging is because you can't coordinate. And three, that super PAC was a freaking disaster. Like oh, they, yeah. they, they they had like fourteen different heads of it. People kept coming in and out, and Jeff Rowe, you know, treating it like the craft campaign, just whacking that pinata, seeing how much cash could fall out every day. <laughs> you know, it just I. I I again I think it speaks to if you if you're gonna compete with Trump who can who can hoover up cash like nobody in politics right now, although we can talk about his spending him if you want, you know, he he spent his legal fees are eventually gonna get to him. His his legal fee he's basically spending all of the donor money but on legal fees. He gets so much earned media too. He does the other dynamic. Um but yeah, but if you're gonna compete with Trump, like you you're you're gonna have to spend the money on on ads and when you're limited on the campaign finance limits, you can't take from this organization that organization. The super PACs become a necessary evil. And again, I've said it time and time again, the people that the in in order who voters want to hear from the most are the candidates, yep. the parties, and third party groups. And in order, the groups that have access to the most money are the third party groups, the parties, and the candidates. We we need to flip that script. And, and there are studies out there that voters trust less third party can third party um messaging yeah. than from the candidate or from somebody else they know yeah and that so plus you pay the most for it yep it's the least trusted by the voters and so it's just like i don't understand this idea of giving giving messaging away to these packs well i think it's just when when you realize the mountain you're against you have to you have to you have to rely on who can who has access to the biggest pool of money and that's what the, the third party groups have access to the largest pool of pool of cash. They can take the most money and spend the most money. And it's you know, I, I think it says as much about DeSantis' stupid stupid strategies and Jeff Rowe, you know, blowing through money like a drunken sailor in the superbank, says as much about them as it does the just backwards ass setup of our current campaign finance system. Speaking of uh presidential spending, you see that the size of that Biden? Ad buy, yeah, two hundred fifty million. Now, but that was that was a reserve, not a buy, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, just I mean, that's, that's 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 sizable. It's a sizable buy. I would say a, a note as we roll into primary season in Kentucky and presidential election season. Uh, just for for listeners, you know, because we, we Jared and I, especially on campaign finance, we tend to like like to give background info and, and stuff that you might you might not know from the back end. There's, there is a difference. A lot of times you'll read like, oh, there was this, you know, they put down this buy. 
usually, especially if you're this far out, they're actually talking about a reservation and not a buy. Now you have to have the money, and yet you, you, you know you reserve you, you it. You get that, the money, yeah. But but that that could all yeah, but that could also get moved around and get raised and lowered. They can move money from here to there, so you can get bumped. Right? Yeah, uh, it depends on that. depends on what sort of ad you're buying. Okay. Yeah. You, you can pay up to buy unbumpable you pay, ads. You pay more oh, to be okay. unbumpable. Like, I know the Democrats in 2016, they bought their ads for the House races here so late, uh, they end up getting refund checks from five or six different stations because they got bumped because the the, the uh, inventory all got sold, and they, wow. they they didn't pay up for the unpreemptible, and so they got preempted. Uh, but, yeah, so just you know, keep in mind as we roll through campaign season that even on a podcast, we'll probably talk about ad spending numbers. Uh but if 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 it's ad spending that's for something that's a month or two off, it's really just reservation until the ad actually appears on TV. It's not really an ad spend yet. And that money could go up, it could go down, they could pull it back, they could move it from here to over here. So you know all that stuff does move. It's it's there's flexibility until the ad physically appears on your television. There's flexibility in how that money is yes. that money's allocated. It was just it was eyebrow raising the amount. No, it was big. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Middle East. Uh, there were a drone attack this week that killed three uh, servicemen. Uh, I think what injured 25, 28 more soldiers. Yeah. Um, uh, so basically, it was a logistics base that was technically in the country of Jordan, but on the Jordan-Syrian yeah. border. Uh, it, so- it sounds like it was it was a base from which they launched drones, and it sounded that, like that was the problem. There was a drone coming in at the same time as the enemy drone, and so it got they, confused. They thought the enemy drone was the American drone returning to base. Yeah, and it got in and, and did a lot of damage. Uh, we started our retaliation last night. Uh, sizable uh, attacks in Syria and Iraq on. Uh, Iranian-backed militias, uh, ammunition warehouses, and the missiles. So for those keeping score, we are currently lobbing missiles and drones at the Houthis in Yemen, the Iranian-backed militias in Iraq and Syria, and we're starting to see some cracks in the Israeli-American relationship. Have you seen the Biden administration? Yeah, Biden administration is putting some sanctions on settlers in Gaza area. Settlers in the West Bank yeah, that attack and yeah. kill uh, Palestinians. And there is also talk about slowing weapons. Uh, so I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but something bad's going well, on and behind let's, closed doors. And let's talk real quick about the UN Human oh, Rights uh, Commission. Hold on, let me put on that real quick. The Houthis almost hit a U.S. warship. Yeah, it was the missile was shot down by its last line of defense a mile from a warship. And as fast as those things go, that is an extremely close call. They, they may have hit one, I would imagine. Uh, go ahead. Uh, well, the, yeah, Israel is also getting ready to invade southern Lebanon. Yeah, uh, so you know you have the the, the UN Palestinian. What, what's the what's UN? Is it WRA? It, it's like fourteen word. It's like a fourteen letter acronym. It's really long. Um, it's UN WRA. UN WRA. Is that what it is? Uh, anyway, the, it's it's yeah the, the United the United Nations Relief Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees in the Near East. The UNRWA. Yeah. Um, this is this is this is the UN operation inside of Palestine. Inside Gaza, yeah. Um, here's the problem. Uh, <laughs> and now it turns out that was what was it like thirty one people involved in that? Uh, and like, people on the payroll. People on the payroll of the UN of uh, participated in the October seventh attacks. Participated not not just in but helped pre plan and found out that. About twenty percent of the organization are active Hamas members, oh, or Islamic jihadists. Oh, yeah. there's some of those too, which I Again, thought we'd gotten rid of that group. But tomato, tomato. Yeah, but yeah. So like, as I've said many times before, these the I, I'm a strong supporter of the post World War II 
uh, it's international all structure. It's I, all collapsed. I mean, well, that's because we've let it rot. Well, like, NATO. I mean, NATO generals have said we will be at war with Russia in ten to twenty years. Yeah, like, prepare for it now. Like this group has been totally invaded by by terrorists. The UN Commission on Human Rights is led by like China and and Russia and groups that that don't like human rights. Uh, the UN, <laughs> UN, UN UN Commission on on, on women. Is led by like is Iran? It? I think it's Iran. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like Iran. It's it's nothing, it's nothing but but months. It's, yeah. like, it's like Muslim countries, Russia and China. Yeah, uh, just give it to Syria. The the <laughs> the, the the who like that? Remember the whole thing there was like China was like the lead funder of the World Health Organization, which is why nobody could say that it came from China. Like, like these organizations have been allowed to rot, and I, I don't know how we fix it. I, I think we need it. We need to get back to where it was because. Everybody participating together and pushing the ball helps helps bind us together. It's it's you know one thing leads to the other. It's all symbiotic. But I, I don't know how we fix what we've got because we have, it has been allowed to to rot and be taken over by bad actors who who use these organizations to mask their actions. It's, it's very frustrating. My biggest fear, if Trump becomes president again, is what he does to NATO. And pulls us out because NATO is one of the few that still functions. Yeah, and NATO actually is preparing for, for that by ramping up their own. You know, we had the largest military exercise in Eastern Europe since the end of the Cold War. Yeah, recently by NATO. So, but that's not something a president himself could do, right? That's good. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Wouldn't that, that take an act of Congress? <laughs> Probably because it's a it's a it's a treaty. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, but that being said, he could just. Stop sending stuff to him. Like we wouldn't withdraw, but he could. He could stop. That's what boy. He cuts off the money and the, yeah, the weapons. He, he could stop okay. U.S. He could stop. So that's an executive function. Yeah. Well, because remember, okay. Congress makes the laws. The president enforces them. So just just like saying I'm not going to enforce the marijuana laws, so the states can sell marijuana. He could just well, he say implements them. He could just say I'm not. I'm not going to spend the money. Send NATO the check. Like yeah. I'm just going to keep it in my desk here. Okay. Uh, he's not keep it on his desk. He can put it in his golf club. No. We'll <laughs> build right. missile silos at Mar-a-Lago. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to sports. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. We'll talk F1 here for you, Yay! Jared. Our house oh. is finally at peace. The house is united. We were <laughs> divided Ferrari, Mercedes household. And now with Abby's darling, Lewis Hamilton, switching to Ferrari at the twilight of his career. It's like Tom Brady going to play for the Cowboys. And, yeah. You know, that, that in, you know, Mercedes fans are shook. They don't. They don't know what They're happened. Left only with George Russell, who is such no, a. No, I think prick. Lando. I think Lando ends up at, at Mercedes. Uh, and, and if you still, and if you, if you're not an F1 fan, uh, I mean, I, even I know Lewis Hamilton is tied with uh, Michael Schumacher for the most F1 titles mm-hmm. uh, in, in a career. Yeah, really he, good he guy. Is, stayed humble. Great driver. Um, kind of, kind of, bef- you know, before uh, what's his nuts came along last year. He might when, be the when, only black driver Yeah, before Verstappen, I mean, he's he's been Lewis Hamilton has been the face of F one for a decade. A decade. Is, he, is he the only black driver? Uh, in I F1? don't. I think know. he is right now. Yeah, he's uh, English for all those people. That uh, yeah. very snazzy dresser. Um, and he does the thing where he wears the rainbow helmet in the Middle East countries just to uh, poke the bear. <laughs> uh, so, but poor Carlos Sainz and his magnificent hair found out through the press that he's not going to be at Ferrari <laughs> come twenty twenty five. Well, you have to um, you have to be good looking to be an F one driver. That's just the rule. So well, I think it's because of Rich. Well, some uh, mess with him. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's a shocking, shocking news in the world of F one. Very excited. I was so excited that Trey wanted to actually talk about it. <laughs> I didn't have to bring it up. Well, again, I mean, I know who Lewis Hamilton is, and yeah. I know it's a big deal that he's moving. Yeah, and so like Ferrari is the gold standard because it's not like NASCAR where these guys change teams every no, fucking year. No, right? That, yeah, it's a big use, deal. 
they change teams like once every five to ten years, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, but Ferrari is the gold standard, even if they <laughs> lack a little bit in strategy. Ferrari engineers always look like a race broke out while they're having their morning espresso and they don't know what to do. That's true, but it makes it, it probably did. That's <laughs> probably I mean, exactly what happened. Seriously, yes. Like, oh no, I'm just sipping. Oh, racing? What? What? My, my biscotti is loving. Very good biscotti. Um, you know, and then Ferrari also has a great reputation of dominating a race and then having the car's engine blow up and like the last three laps. Correct. So we're gonna commiserate together now. Yes, scooter Ferrari. Uh, the NBA uh, All Star teams were announced. The reserves. And just incredible, the previous high in 1982, UCLA had four grad had four former players on the NBA All-Star team. I think that UK tied that maybe five or six years ago. We had four also. This year, there are seven former Wildcats That's good. on the— on, Can they play tonight? To- <laughs> I, know, I wish. Uh, so you've got, you've got uh, Shea Gillis in the start in the start lineup, and then you got seven more. We'll go through the lot. Seven, seven more in the reserves. Yeah. Or uh, six more in the reserves, rather. So seven. That's a, kind of an incredible. Yeah, like Shea's really blown up this year. Go from four. Like the previous record was four. Now the record is seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also saw a stat this week that eight percent of all eight point eight percent of all points that has been scored in the NBA this season, all points, all players, all teams, eight point eight percent of all points have been scored by UK players. Wow, that's insane. That's an insane statistic. Again, um, well, can some of them play tonight? Could, could we play defense? Even yeah. that'd be great. Well, that's the. Uh, do we know? Hey, I want to bitch about Liam Cohen. Leave. Is Wagner going to play? <laughs> I don't, do, we, do we know yet? I don't know yet. I hope so. Because it seems to me like the, the games where our defense is. I mean, our defense hasn't been good all season, but we you, have defense. UNC Wilmington, Florida. Those are the two games that Wagner's missed, and yeah. those are the two games where we just got. I, I want to see a boxing one with Big Z out there. I mean, I, I know cowards play zone, but let's go ahead and play zone. Yeah. I, I'd rather win. Um, Liam Cohen, the U.K. offensive coordinator that was that left the Rams because he wanted to come back to Kentucky. He has left Kentucky to go to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a problem because the quarterback that we got in the transfer portal from Georgia came here specifically to play for Liam Cohen. So now I don't know if we have a quarterback. Well, he said that he's staying. He, he is staying. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he has said that he's a wildcat. He's staying. I still have some disdain for Liam over this. Um, you know, it sounds like... I do not want Eddie Grant calling plays again. It sa- Please, it's, no. It sounds like there's a good chance we might end up with uh, with Alabama's offensive coordinator because uh, the new coach Alabama brought his own guy. Yeah. And so uh, Saban's former... I, I cannot watch a bubble screen on third and eight. No, again. God. Watch that one more time. No. No. Yeah. The, the Randy Sanders offense cannot be allowed to come back. No. No, Eddie Grant. Eddie Grant. Eddie, you're a great guy. I'm, I'm sure you have a great role on the team, uh, helping with the coaches. I just bubble screens on third and eight, man. And then, of course, we also rehired our, our former offensive lines coach who left under very uncomfortable circumstances prior to this. He left one Is that the one that was hanging out with female students? No, no. He was the one who uh, went and interviewed Alabama and never came back to Lexington and tell his players he was taking the job. He just was oh, like, yeah, hey, funny. I'm down here. Just want to see I'm staying. Good luck, guys. And uh, <laughs> and there was a lot of hurt feelings that seemed like in, in the building and he is, he is now back as our new offensive line coach. We uh, got to figure uh, so many, I mean, I've, Morgan called me this week. I got to call him back. But we got to figure out something on NIL. It is eating the college athletics. Yes. I'm sorry, I need to intervene. I am on Instagram because I don't care about your sports. <laughs> the two Arkansas men arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vest after drinking. 
Again, I thought this was America. Where's the crime? They're consenting adults. God forbid men have hobbies. <laughs> it's like Super Troopers, you know? That's so funny. <laughs> Super Troopers is a great movie. Um, a couple of, couple of Derby-related uh, stories. The Derby post-draw has been, you know, usually it's the Wednesday before. Is it Wednesday or Tuesday before? I think it was Wednesday before. It's not being moved up a full week before to be able to make a, a bigger, kind of grander event. Uh, so you'll have an early earlier post draw, have a longer betting window for the uh, for, for the 150th Derby this year. Yeah. Uh, also of note, Bob Bat. So obviously Bob Baffert has has settled his his grief with the Derby. Mister the uh, the uh, groomsman peed in the yeah. in the in the stall. Groomsman peed in the, the hay. The, that's why Medina <laughs> Spirit tested positive for drugs. That's the negative uh, the positive drug test. Oh, uh, you know, and we also want to talk about the Arkansas Derby and the like forty five other races where my horses have tested positive for drugs. But uh, mm-hmm. Bafford has 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 agreed to drop his appeal and is is accepting his punishment for Churchill. But of note, the past couple of years while he was appealing all that and he was still suspended, he would usually transfer his Derby Trail horses to Tim Yakteen. And then as soon as the derby passed, he would take those horses back because he wasn't banned from from pre, from the Preakness or uh, right. or the Belmont. Uh, this year he's he is not handing his horses off, so just all the Baffert horses will not be running in, in the Derby. Uh, and he's got a couple pretty good two year olds, so uh, those horses are, are effectively off the Triple Crown Trail. We'll see him. We'll see him uh, at Pimlico. We'll see him at Belmont. Well, not at Belmont. We'll see, where are they run? They running it at Saratoga or Aqueduct this year. Because Belmont's undergoing massive renovations. So this year, the Belmont will be have short. You been, have you been to a Belmont? No. I went to one when I lived in New York. It's like going to a Dave Matthews concert. Well, the Belmont will be short. What? I think- Nobody dresses up. You just hang out in the parking lot and drink. What? Yeah. And the Belmont this year will be shorter and it will not be run at Belmont. Because then it's not, it's, it's, undergoing it's, massive renovations. Then it's not the Belmont. I think you heard that when it came out of your mouth, right? What? That is, it, it's The Belmont's not being run at the Belmont. Then it's not a well, but it's, it's still being called the Belmont. Yeah, but it's not. No. It's not. I'm just I'm it's just fake, telling you fake Belmont the race fake it's, news. the race itself is still going to be called the Belmont alternate facts it just won't be I'm just going through uh, what's your it, it, it'll be held Kelly and Conway's greatest hits it will be it will be held at Saratoga <laughs> it's going to be held at Saratoga this year that's a pretty one that's yeah pretty good in Aqueduct I mean I'd rather I'd rather go there cause I, actually that's one I do really want to go to Saratoga at some point because if you're less than an hour drive to Cooperstown mm-hmm. so oh, I, cool. I want to go up and do 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 Sarat- I've been to Canton but I haven't been to Cooperstown I want to do a Saratoga meet. And go over and do Cooperstown, and also do Omni Gang Brewing, which is in uh, which is in Cooperstown, which is an interesting story because it's the only brewery in the world outside of the actual Trappist monasteries that were allowed to call their beer Trappist beers because it is a former Trappist monk who fell in love with an American woman, left left the order, moved to Cooperstown, married her, <laughs> and that was just he was a brewer in Belgium and an open open uh, Omni Gang Brewing. There you go. So, int- what are you talking about over there? Oh, I'm just on Instagram still. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, Jerry, we got sports picks for the weekend. Uh, what do you like? I, I think the Cats are going to bounce back. I think they have too much talent. You think Tennessee is going to punch us in the mouth, and we don't respond well to that. Yes. But I took Cats money line, and also got the Cats at one and a half. Now, now it's just, I bet on the Cats. I, I am, you know, I, I'm I'm a Cats fan. I, it would pain me to bet against them. Uh, um. If, now, if, if I if I if I'm like laying nine, like I took I took UNC Wilmington in the points in that game, like that that didn't hurt me because I still thought the Cats would win, but I thought UNC Wilmington would keep would keep it closer. Yeah, I can't I can't do it in like a one point game and and, yeah. and, and take Tennessee. I did uh, play some early bets on the Chiefs at plus three and a half, I think. 
I, I just I can't get my head around what I think is going to happen in that game yet. I'm I'm I am uncertain. I will probably I'll probably end up on the Chiefs. I, I will definitely end up on the under. I'm hoping that the I'm hoping the over under continues to float up because in the, the Super Bowl I took the under too. The, the Super Bowl traditionally goes under. So, uh, especially when they're, they're both top 10 defenses, and when it's two top 10 defenses in the Super Bowl, it, it's like a 90%. That's what really impressed under. me about the Chiefs in that Ravens game. Their defense was outstanding. Yeah. So, I, I think my, my biggest bets in the Super Bowl will probably will probably be on the under. Um, next week, I'm, podcast next week, I'm sure we'll, I'll, I have several prop bets that I'm looking at. Um, I'm waiting to see kind of where the numbers settle yeah, on. I got KC at plus three and a half. I, I don't think it's there now anymore, but I would go to an alternate line. Yeah, and get three and a half. I, I got the under at forty-seven and a half. Um, yeah, is it, is it trending up still? I will. We have to hedge that. Ne- next next week, uh, I'm going to have a bunch of prop bets that I'll be in on. Uh, you know, player props and stuff like that. Not like you know. Oh, I do like I do like. Uh, and actually, I parlayed this uh, McCaffrey and Kelsey each to score a touchdown. I, I think there's going to be some good opportunities in the in the player props to make some money, um, but not a good opportunity because I lost Creighton uh, Butler. Oh, I won that one. Hurt. I won that one. That one hurt. I actually had a very good night last night, which I could because I couldn't place any bets the day before because I was in DC. But last night I was sitting at the Sky, Delta Sky Club at Reagan, which is in Virginia, <laughs> which has legal betting. So yeah, I ended up uh, oh nice seven hundred dollars last night on one hundred seventy five dollars the bets. So it's a good night. Uh, anytime your ROI is three hundred ninety nine percent, that's good. I'll take that. Uh, Abby, you got anything else for the week? Your no. book. What happened to your book? Book of the week. Uh, session. Ah, yeah, I'm sorry. Her, her, her book of the week is is, is the budget. Southwest bill the, up, uh, looking at all the KRS statutes. The Kentucky Revised Statutes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Abby's book of the week. Correct. <laughs> Read it, learn it, know it. <laughs> It'll keep you out of jail. And we'll, then weep. You'll 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 know that you cannot, in fact, set up a fake crematory. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to read a UCC bill for fun. I mean, somewhere out there, somebody's got to be helped. There's got to be something we can do for, for Big Otter this year, right? There's got to be some... There is an Otter uh, calendar in the lobby room now. <laughs> as a result of Jared's Big Otter, please, yes. Sure. All right. Well, as always, you can get Kentucky Politics Weekly, Rare Stream Podcast, as Abby tried to destroy Mike. Sorry. <laughs> if you get us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. <laughs> Abby's been mimosa drinking this morning. I wish. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next next week on another Kentucky Politics Weekly.